It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. There's a place here at the table. Your coats go by the door. You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor. I hope you wore elastic because your waistband's going to get tight. Take time. Me. Oh, it was hilarious. I thought it would be so funny if every time the podcast comes on, you just hear like, Ugh. I can't do a fake burp. Remember when what? kids used to, the, oh, wow, you're wow, good at it. Is that good. on your resume? Uh, I am not one of those people who ever put like special skills. Special skills. Did you? Driver's license. Like, yeah, but yoga. I kind of was cheeky about it. I just set, put plays well with others. Oh, that's nice. Oh, someone's going to steal that. <laughs> and I think that's what they wrote. Like my uh, teachers wrote about me in like, you know, first grade or something. It's very cute. Thanks. I think I got to play as well with others and also like won't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Great podcast host. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hire me. Um, Here we are. We're talking about menu planning today, and we have so much to talk about. We're going to get serious. I'm worried that we're going to dive into a whirlpool and not even be able to find our way out. Don't worry. I will get you out of okay. there. <gasps> Ooh. I will I was, save you. Wait, you with, who was I with when we were looking up quicksand? <gasps> quicksand is very scary. Don't wait, get stuck in quicksand. That wasn't me, but I have, uh, some of my friends know this, a crazy fear of quicksand. <laughs> I don't think any humans don't have a quicksand phobia, because, like, <laughs> really? that's terrifying yeah i'll send you this video that I, I it was this weekend with my college girlfriends my friend liz showed me of a guy in australia like voluntarily going into quicksand like Why? with with a brigade to help him get out so that he could you know show show the populace what happens mm-hmm. oh my god he started like very much having a panic attack and that's through. you can't you have to stay calm but it, but it was like, he knew that he was going to get out, but he was like, I'm in so much pain. Why? Because it squeezes you? Yeah. Wait, it does? I yeah. didn't know that. You're not just sinking? Oh my God. It's very scary. Tune in next week for sinkholes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. So menu planning. Let's talk. Let's talk. It's huge. It's big. It's a, it's everything. Don't you hate when people say everything. that? Oh yeah. It's the thing or it's everything. Yes. How much do you need to prepare? I think most people can't even get off square one. What's square one? Like, of of wanting to throw a dinner party. Like, they can't even make the first step because they're like, oh, my God, what would I even cook? Or they get to the grocery store and they're like, what do I even buy? It's so so true. Sophie and I have a template that we've been using that we've kind of perfected, although we break from it all the time. It's just kind of if your head's in a million places and let's say you're uh, working really late and you still are planning on having this dinner party tonight and your friends are coming over, but you're freaking out. Here's the template. Yeah. Give it to me. You might have some antipasti. Um, that might just be a bowl of olives. Exactly. Decant those olives into a great bowl. Mm-hmm. Maybe take out some nuts. If you have some cheese and crackers, great. Exactly. You just like Lovely. have something that's out there for when your guests arrive, when you're inevitably still working in the kitchen. You have your wine out. 
ready to just be opened, super easy. Or your punch. Or your punch, exactly. But but if you're super pressed for time, all you've got is those unopened wine bottles, great. Yes. And then your menu consists of a cold veg, which is usually a salad, mm -hmm. a hot veg, and either a main uh, protein or like a big grain. Yeah. And that's, isn't that it? I, I mean, mean, it's so simple. That's the simple, simple template. And then you can always add an extra thing. Also, for dessert, like you always want to have something sweet to round out the meal, but dessert could be as simple as like a bunch of different kinds of amazing dark chocolate, or it could be really good berries and like homemade whipped cream or creme fraiche. Mm -hmm. Jordan of, almonds. Of course, if you, uh, Ari loves a Jordan almond, it's Doesn't so that seem simple? simple. It is. But, but let's talk about options, right? Mm -hmm. So, okay, let's say that it is, well, this is something that I do think about the two of us is that we do try to cook fairly seasonal, which doesn't mean that it like always has to be, listen, if you're cooking seasonally right now, all you're eating is yams and kale. Mm -hmm. So that's depressing. In the but, Northeast, yeah. But like trying to cook somewhat seasonal. So let's say, let's say that it is winter and your cold salad is like a really amazing, like kind of a kale Caesar with like, maybe you make homemade croutons or just, Ooh, ooh I like to make a kale salad with a dressing out of tahini, really, really aged sweet balsamic vinegar, mm -hmm. um, mustard, yeah. and a little bit of olive oil just to make it drizzle a little. And then you can pour, use that with like, I don't usually put fruit in my salad, but dried cranberries. Oh, so okay. say you did that and then... <laughs> And then you could actually do like a roasted sweet potato, roasted carrots, right. um, roasted onions, like just a big thing of roasted veg. Um, I would probably throw in another vegetable with that. Ooh, maybe I would do a yeah. lamb. Maybe I would do something. I want something with like lamb and a ton of herbs, like a gremolata. So like herbs and onion, I, I'm sorry, herbs and lemon zest mm -hmm. and garlic. Yeah. Ooh, God, maybe like you put a so nut yummy. in it. I just made this huge batch of gremolata just to throw in everything. I've been putting on my eggs in the morning. I've been putting yeah. it on fish, on meat, just like uh, parsley, cilantro. Some I had some fresh oregano, any herb, chopped almonds, chopped um, uh, green olives Yum. and capers and lemon zest and olive oil. And I just have it in a little glass container. You know what I think is a telltale sign that you're at an Ari and or Sophie von Hasselberg dinner party? What? A sauce. We always have like either a green you sauce. Know if I was a saucier. Oh my god! I can't believe that I have never taken a sauce course. Let's do my it. My dad's always said he's always been like, I just want to go to France and learn how to make sauces. I mean, they say that's the hardest position if yeah. you're a line cook. Like that's when you are you've Wait. made it. Ari and Sophie, we always have a sauce. Usually, I feel like it's a green sauce, just like a lot of different herbs pureed with. We'll add that. Let's add that pureed. to the template. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, really yeah, should yeah. because the great thing about a sauce is that if you screw anything up, it just covers everything. I also want to say for the template, so we've basically got cold salad, warm veg, either a big grain or a big protein. If you're not doing a big grain, then I would also add a carb of some kind. Yeah, have that's a, always great to have. A great baguette. And then a sauce. Yeah, exactly. Could be a great baguette, could be a good potato. A little farro salad with herbs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ooh, a couscous. I love a couscous. I adore couscous. Mm -hmm. or a rice. God, I love rice. Me too. Well, the which leads us also into a different kind of a template, which would be I will often do like curries because they're so easy to I make. I wanted ahead. to get into this especially for because we're in the 
dead of winter right now. Yeah. Wait. So we, we did our template saying, so let's say you're doing lamb, you're doing uh, salmon, you're doing a huge pasta, whatever. That's great. That's mm-hmm. all straightforward. There's like a million. I feel like Otto Lange is always such a good thing to consult, even if it's just for inspiration. If Definitely. you're not mm-hmm. uh, using a cookbook. Okay. Yes. Now let's talk curries. Let's talk curries, braises. I mean, all I want in this weather, because co- Sophie and I are both very cold-blooded people. Yes, We get cold, cold, our feet and our hands are numb, miserable. It takes me so long to warm up. And all I want to do is uh, eat a big bowl of something with yeah. a carbohydrate. So whether it's like rice and a bowl of curry or like some braised, you know, uh, like a coca van and like a good mm. crusty piece of bread. And I just want to sit there with my bowl and my blankets and like watch a goddamn Christmas movie. Oh, me too. Well, it's a little <laughs> late for Christmas movies, but Christmas. maybe just a rom-com. Sure. I saw, isn't it romantic? The Rebel Wilson rom-com the other day wept. Yeah. It's like my favorite new rom-com. I think it's so genius. Yeah. I mean, she's oh, incredible. So, but the story, the, the whole, everything is so good. Good. But, um, I see it. Yeah. I was having last night, I wanted to use things that were in my refrigerator. And I was like, the thought of eating a cold salad right now is ge- is genuinely repulsive to me. Oh, no. And my oh, body no, just no, 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 no. could not face the thought of a raw vegetable. Oh, I can't in the winter. No. Cooked everything. Cooked everything. It needs to be warm. It needs to nourish you from the inside out. Yeah, and you just need to, like, taste fire. I have an amazing Primal. Indian. I have, like, two amazing Indian cookbooks. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, you make that curry. I might've mentioned it even on the podcast before. It's, um, it's this Indian, not Thai curry. What is it? Uh, is it korma? Oh yeah. Chicken korma. Oh my God. So herbaceous and like this beautiful kind of golden color, golden brown and every, uh, or not herbaceous, spicy. So, so, and by that, I mean, filled with a spice. Yes. Filled with a spice. Um, I have two cookbooks by Madhur Jaffrey, who's like, I think one of the sort of biggest Indian cookbook writers. And once you have all those spices, all you need to get is the chicken, is the spinach, is the whatever the main ingredients are. Um, so I'll just like, you know, the day before a dinner party is also so fun because you can start prepping for that stuff really early. For sure. And Ari knows I love to prep. Sophie loves to prep so much that often we'll be throwing a party together. And then <laughs> by the time I get there, when I get there early to help, she's done everything. She's like, I couldn't help myself. It's also because though the thought of my kitchen not being completely a thousand percent clean before people arrive yeah, but- gives me hives, which is something that I honestly clearly need to work on because well, if we're going to be throwing parties together forever more then yeah, I know because it's like, I don't know. It's, I, I it's, in general, I'm not, not a bad a, problem to have, but I'm generally, like, I'm not a super anxious person, but there is something about having a kitchen not cleaned before people arrive. That makes me really anxious. Yeah, it's true. It's not a bad problem to have, but it would be a nice problem to be like, eh, if so, if it's not clean this time, it's all good. Yeah. Okay. So, right. So I think curry. So let's say that you do a greens curry, mm-hmm. a chicken curry or a lamb curry. Mm-hmm. You have raita or just like even a, I also oh, like raita. to make a tzatziki. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to cool it down. I think that's great with a curry. Yes, exactly. Have to have like a cold sauce. The yeah. sauce is the sauce. ever present. But you could also do like a cilantro, jalapeno. Oh, sure. Sort Some of kind of like, like oils exactly. situation. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you know, the, I mean, I am... 
obsessed with all condiments. I just, my, I love, I'm just a condiment condiment girl. girl. (laughs) (laughs) I really am. Okay. We're having all of those things. We're obviously having basmati rice. Maybe you chop up some cilantro at the end and toss it with a shout out to Chipotle. Um, (laughs) And then just like, Ooh, Ooh, you know what I would do as a drink? What? Vodka with, um, rose syrup and oh sparkling God. water Delish. or like orange blossom water, like a little bit of orange blossom water to top mm-hmm. it off. Then for dessert, just, I would just buy a rose ice cream or like a saffron Ooh. ice cream. <gasps> yes. Gorgeous. Mm, Perfect God. meal. So, so yummy. Let's yeah. go to that dinner party soon. So, but I would say template different because it's so, uh, nice when you go to a dinner party and it's it's so simple there isn't a cheese plate there isn't any antipasti yeah i mean maybe there's like some tiny little finger food but it's like we're just having this stew and this rice and that's it and that's i don't know something feels very comforting Mm -hmm. and dinner with your family or something god i'm getting so i think i my eyes are rolling back into my head i'm so hungry i have some cheese sitting in the corner which i'm nervous is going to start smelling because i'm going to our friend hunters later let's take this as an opportunity to uh, dispense some free advice it's all free people um <laughs> cheese please don't keep your cheese in the refrigerator nope. until the very last moment nope. if people are coming over and i know you buy it in the refrigerated section but mozzarella mozzarella if you go to a real italian market is in water, room temp water. Warm, yeah. It is not cold. Almost All the flavor water. is gone when it's cold. So please decant take, your cheese. Take your cheese out at least an hour. At least. Before, because it needs to be room temp. Especially if it's supposed to be a creamier, runny cheese. If, Ugh, um, anyhow. Anyhow. Okay, wait. So we have our template. We have our... Let's say like curries or just like things that can be stewed for a long time. Well, let me just say like a coca van, you could do French. I made one the other night. And and also if you're doing this for a smaller dinner party, then you have leftovers forever, which is really nice. And most of these stews actually get better the next day um, when they've had a chance to like commingle and marinate together, whatever. Um, But you could do Italian. You could do like a big, my family does this great, um, chicken stew with like tomato sauce and and olives and capers and it sounds really acidic and you don't add any dairy but somehow you just let you cook the shit out of it and maybe it's the fat from the chicken skin but it's just delicious guys did you know that you can send us emails if you have burning questions about dinner parties or drinking or themes or guests or really anything else Having a night at gmail.com, but that's night spelled N I T E H A V I N G A N I T E at gmail.com. We can't wait. I have a fun challenge. Okay. Let's say it's hot out. We're in our New York apartments. The last thing you want to do is turn on the stove or oven. Mm -hmm. It's it's truly so far away. The last thing you want to do is turn on the stove, oven, any source of heat. You have eight people coming over. I'm sweating. Okay. What are you cooking? Or not cooking, rather. That's the whole, that's the trick. Oh, my God. Can we do it together? Okay, yeah. Okay, so maybe... Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm starting, obviously, because this is warm (laughs) weather, I'm assuming that tomatoes are in season. I'm just starting with a straight-up caprese... But I think I want buffalo mozzarella, mm-hmm. perfect not baked burrata. tomatoes, not yeah. burrata, not regular Just mozzarella. a real deal caprese, Arthur real Avenue. Deal. Exactly. 
chopped basil, obviously. Tomato, heirloom, tomato, everything. Heirloom, tomato, everything. Really big glugs of great olive oil, um, black pepper, pasta. Oh, um, what? Crusty, good, great bread. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm turning on the grill to grill the bread, but no, let's see if we can do it without. Without, really? Okay. Okay. That's first one. Okay. Wait, what about electricity? Yeah, you have electricity. No, like, would you turn on like your instant pot or a slow cooker? Because that, that's no. like not going to make your apartment hot. I don't want anything slow cooked. Do you see how I try and cheat my way into everything? Then I want a fennel salad. <laughs> okay, go on. Okay, a fennel salad. I hope you're planning on working this into the template oh. because I don't see how you're going to do a hot veg. You're no, like, I know what I want. Put some eggplant on okay. the fire escape. Yeah. <laughs> and there a little stew in its own juices. <laughs> in New York, you okay, could. The hot New York juices. Um, okay. I'm cheating. I'm turning on you can't. my stove. I you can't. can't cheat. You cannot. Okay. Here's what I would do. So, yeah, you can oh. do a fennel salad. Oh, wait. What? Okay. I would do like, um, like an avocado-y gazpacho. Okay. So, I would do like avocado, mm. tomato, cucumber, like... Um, you would mix the avocado in? Yes, I've had it before. Really? So yeah, I'm, you other... have also made white gazpacho, though, because <laughs> I don't know if I trust you anymore. My greatest dinner party. I don't disaster. like a take on gazpacho. I like plain, real deal gazpacho. Fine. Then I want a. Then I want an avocado. Then I don't want a gazpacho because that's too much acid. Then I want like a, a cold avocado soup. Okay. Okay, I'm having a cold avocado soup. Oh, God. Also, you're saying avocado a lot today. What do you say? Avocado. avocado? Oh, I say avocado. <laughs> but you also know that I say important. That's not so weird. It's not? Thank you. You're the first person to tell me that. Hmm. We're having a cold avocado soup. <laughs> Wait, but I don't know how I feel about that with caprese. Here's what oh, I really God. want. Folks, she can't make up her mind. <laughs> what I really want is I want the caprese, then I want a pesto. I want bow ties. For some reason, I'm really feeling a bow tie. Okay. How are you going to cook the pasta, Miss Challenge? I know. Well, I'm off the challenge. But that. what if that's the only time that I'm turning on the stove? Well, then I think that's completely... Cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the challenge. I'm having... I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go through with the challenge when you're done. Okay. So. I'm having my caprese. Then I'm having a cold pesto. So I made this spaghetti a day before. Or I made it in the morning, oh. and then it's just room temp with really good pesto, a big green salad. I don't even know if I need a green salad with that, but sure, I'll have a green salad. Ooh, maybe like a little radicchio salad. I love radicchio more than anything. Mm. A radicchio and endive salad, um, and then I'm having just berries with uh, with whipped cream. Of course. Okay, of what course do you, you are. Um, first of all, I'm having whore water. Oh, yeah, of course. Um I would, yeah, tomatoes all the way, either um, a a caprese or like a tomato. Sometimes I just like tomato and uh, really thinly sliced red or Vidalia onions Mm -hmm. and really good olive oil and salt. Um, Or a salad. Yeah. And then uh, I do like the idea of a soup, especially because we just had Alex on and she was talking about her love for soups and her Mm -hmm. Vitamix and some kind of cold... um, Soup and actually maybe this doesn't count because I, I think the Vitamix it uh, spins so quickly. Obviously, I don't have one um, that it cooks the vegetables a little bit. Ah, it's some like the motor or something. Yeah. I don't know science, you know. Mm-hmm. So maybe some kind of like pea uh, 
or zucchini, I don't know, something like very green and then maybe mix some like full fat Greek yogurt or something in it to or sour cream just to get some creaminess mm-hmm. or maybe just dollop with that and then you can mix it around. Ooh, I love a cold borscht, but then you have to cook the beets and also that is a messy soup to make. But for my main, I would do, maybe this is cheating, I don't care, I would buy at like a, a good uh butcher or, or grocery store, a really good rotisserie chicken. Mm. And I would, um, I wouldn't serve it as is because then I would feel like I really didn't do anything. I would maybe like shred it and do like chicken yeah. tacos oh, yeah. or oh. like, um, a big Caesar with the chicken or so on board. Yeah. We also love antipasti as we know we could, you could just do that's what I was some about great to say. chilled whites and a big meat and cheese platter. Yeah. I would do I would have a caprese, I would have some brassola with an arugula salad and some shaped parmesan on top. Mm-hmm. I would have some prosciutto with melon, um, with some mint on top, and then I would do a big fennel salad. Yeah. Um, Just like delicious in-season, cr- like crisp crudités and vegetables. Yeah. Just I'm really Ooh. longing for the summer farmer's market right now. So let's say that it's tonight and instead of going to see a show, which Ari is, you're <sighs> cooking. What you're cooking for eight people. What are you making tonight? Tonight I am making um, a stew because it's very cold out today with chicken thighs and legs. And um, really quickly, just shout out to dark meat. Oh, my God. It's got to be dark meat. I'm I know. Sorry. I have a hard time relating to people who get a chicken breast in a buffet. Again, though, it's like this weird American thing. Old uh, habits die hard, I guess. They sure do. Anyway, continue. Um, I would make kind of like a botched Thai situation. Mm. I just love in this weather throwing a can of co- full-fat coconut milk into anything. So like a braise of maybe sear the chicken legs off and then maybe just full legs. I like that too because then mm-hmm. it's just, you know, everyone gets their own. And then throw them in with some coconut milk, maybe some crushed lemongrass, a um, lot of ginger, garlic, maybe some sliced onion um, and some either make a curry uh, spice mix or just get some really good curry powder mm-hmm. and just, yeah, either bake that or braise it and Love. serve it with some... Good rice and mm. top with so much cilantro and slices of lime. You've got yourself a meal. Yum. Let's say that you are doing something that's a little fancier. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to do traditional menu template. Like, because for everything that Ari and I do, we usually serve everything family style. Like, we just put the things on the table. Everybody serves themselves. We never really do something that's plated, whereas sometimes if I'm cooking with my dad... Except when we do pasta, we will. Yes. It's really hard. Yeah. That's true, because if we're homemaking pasta or doing ravioli, it's like... You don't want a giant bowl of that in the and, middle. And I don't want somebody piercing a raviolo with <laughs> a goddamn spoon. So, but sometimes if I'm cooking with my dad, we'll plate things just because it's easier. Yes. What do you I think? Mean, I would usually go pasta, mm-hmm. which I need to make sure I have like at least the, the afternoon. It's not something I'm just like pulling out of my back pocket uh, at 6 p.m. What do you think? Well, I love this idea of doing like, I feel like we've been talking so much about sort of dry sparkling wines that don't have to be champagne, but so like to feel festive, 
I love Gravlox so much, and I mm. love the way that Gravlox pairs with it. Sparkling wine. Oh, wow. So I would do, like, a dry sparkling with Gravlox and toast points, and then I would do, um, like, a perfect green salad, maybe, oh, baby gems if you can get them, or romaine or butter lettuce with, like, just a really good um, herbs, with, with herbs and a really mustardy vinaigrette, like a thick vinaigrette kind mm-hmm, of. Mm-hmm. And then I would make a, a truffle pasta. So I would just do yeah. truffle butter and a whole bunch of parm. Yeah. And, like, I just think that's so elegant and simple and delicious. So delicious. And for dessert, ooh, like a – probably the hundredth time that I've said this on this podcast, but, like, a chocolate pot de creme. You do it's like that. Really – dense chocolatey or chocolate mousse, just like something that feels... Yeah, a little special. Yeah. Here's what I would do, Yeah, um, especially if I don't have a lot of time, but I still want it to feel fancy. I love like the presentation aspect of a fancy dinner party mm-hmm. or kind of like the presentation costume or like disguise, if you will, because sometimes it's just an illusion. Um, I would do a salt-baked fish mm-hmm. because it comes out of the oven. This It's like this giant white kind of uh, mound of salt salt that's kind of crusty and burned at the top. And you take these, you just do it all table side. Like you're at a cute uh, Italian restaurant and you're like, you feel like an archeologist. It's really helpful to have a brush and you're like getting the salt off the fish and then you can fillet it table side and then serve it, plate it that way. Everyone can kind of pass up their plates to you or I would, you could also do like a really fancy roast chicken. You could like stuff, um, do sage leaves under the skin, like sage leaves and butter under the skin. Yeah. And, and then like really do beautiful. like serve the whole bird as, you know, present the whole, whatever, do yeah, a presentation really too or something with really, people. with really good, um, mashed potatoes just with like so much cream. Oh, I love mashed potatoes. Me too. And again, I would just do it. I just think always having a big green salad is safe because I love them so much, but maybe I would also do like a, what's another kind of like luxe vegetable how do you make a vegetable luxe i think mushrooms are always a luxe side oh i agree imagine imagine a bunch of chanterelles imagine morels morels are my favorite mushroom yeah god i love a mushroom i want to go foraging wait 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 this is exactly what i want i want that chicken that i just described with sage leaves i'm sitting up really high in my chair guys if you can see this right now stuffed under the skin Mm -hmm. then i'm gonna make like a amazing gravy and then I want morels cooked in cream. Oh my God. Oh yes. my God. And then a side of potatoes. Mm-hmm. Again, I think still mashed potatoes, but like with a ton of salty, salty butter in them and mm-hmm. cream. I like to do my mashed potatoes with cream or milk, just whole milk that works too. Mm-hmm. Um, for dessert. Okay. Since, I, okay. If I'm veering away from chocolate, you know, I love a pavlova. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. I always am just like, pick up, <laughs> pick up the special cake from the special bakery that's near your apartment or house or Ooh, there's that three ingredient chocolate cake. Oh yeah. I haven't made that in years. It's, I know I haven't either. The last time I made it, I was dating a drug dealer, um, eggs. And he loved it. He did. He fucking loved it. Eggs, <laughs> cocoa powder and butter. That's it. There's no, sh- there's sugar in it. It's definitely the one that I've made is definitely only those three. Wow. But it must be, maybe you get like a 72% yeah. cocoa powder. Or oh, right, 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 right. Or of like a... Or you shave some chocolate in it when you're... So it's oh, four maybe ingredients. That's, no, that's what it maybe is. Maybe just right. eggs, chocolate. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that's exactly right. it. And you can use like 85% yeah. dark chocolate and you just You have to undercook it. it. Yeah. So it's, or else it's, you're going to get like a chocolate omelet. It's like a molten chocolate cake, which yeah. I've never made, which I can't believe. Mm. 
Or a chocolate souffle. That's what I would make. Or a yeah. Marnier souffle. Okay, I could go on you, for days. <laughs> apparently you are. <laughs> you have an aspiring baker right here. I would do... Um, I love a non-chocolate dessert situation. I know, like, no, it's fine. Uh, I, I forgive you. Like a cardamom pear, like maybe upside down cake situation mm -hmm. or like a tartlet or. Ooh, I a like, tartlet is actually surprisingly easy to yes, make and it's so yeah. beautiful. Um, yeah, I just love something that's kind of, uh, floral with like a stone fruit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, peach crisp. Peach crisp gets me every time. I miss peaches. I miss summer. Can you tell that we are... Okay, we gotta go and get a drink. Get out there and plan a menu. Plan that menu, girls. Guys. Everybody. Everyone. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. Our handle is just at having a night. You can also slip into our DMs if you have any burning questions about food-related things. Keep it PC, guys. Guys, for the first time ever, we have a listener question. We do. We're really excited about it. Ari made little folders in our email um, for fan questions and fans. So, so really, if you guys do have questions, please send them to us. And envision your email going right into one of those folders. Doesn't that sound good? Just satisfying. Mm -hmm. Help is you the title mail. of this email. Mm -hmm. Dear Sophie and Ari, I'm so grateful for this podcast. Mm -hmm. What a lovely way to add some sparkle to the world. Thank you. Since my first child was born four years ago, I've been using my sous vide to cook more often. This was a wedding present and a great one. It's easy, foolproof cooking, and very handy to bash cook with for dinner parties. But I know there are some chefs who turn their noses up at sous vide cooking. Am I half-assing it or risking judgment from my guests? Oh my god. Okay. Let's talk sous vide. I have nothing but good things to say about sous vide. Sous videing? Sous videing. Sous-viding. Sous-viding. <laughs> I don't do good with the French. <laughs> I have, I am lucky enough to have one of those big bulky machines. The one bad thing I'd say about having one is that they're very hard to store and you don't use it. I don't use mine enough. That being said, you should, I don't think she should feel ashamed at all. This is the most guilt-free, easy way of cooking for a dinner party. As I said, if you're lucky enough to have a sous-vide machine, yes. use the hell out of it. Yeah. In fact, it's one of my favorite things to whip out for a dinner party just because it is so easy. You can cook almost anything in it. Yeah, and the results are, that's the whole point, consistently good. Yeah. And you'll impress people. It's kind of like a a way, to, a really elegant way to cheat. Yeah. So am I half-assing it or risking judgment no. from my guests? No. Absolutely just not. You're a enough. badass. Screw those chefs. This email, however, came with a second question. It's a two-parter. And this one's harder. Recently, I invited someone to my home for dinner, and she asked to bring her kids who are aged 7 years, 4 years, and 18 months. Oh, my God. Very, very mm -hmm. lots of kids. I reluctantly <laughs> agreed and spent the evening following the 4-year-old around to make sure he wouldn't climb on my couch or climb the railing on the balcony. What is a polite way to say no, you may not bring your kids? Or what are some fun ways to include kids, I'm thinking toddlers, in a dinner party without the party descending into total chaos? Glazed and confused. Love it. Okay, glazed and confused. Dear glazed and confused. <laughs> Here's what I think. You should frame it if you're going to tell them not to bring kids, which I think is totally fine. I don't think you should uh, lie or kind of beat around the bush. I think the best way is to be completely honest and gracious and say something along the lines of, hey, 
you know, so-and-so, I, I love your kids and I love my kids and I love when our kids hang out, but I was actually hoping that this evening could be just adults because, and I think this is what's gonna uh, buy you some brownie points. I wanted to give all the adults a break. I don't wanna have, I don't wanna have to have any adults worrying about their kids. This dinner party I want to be for us to all relax and enjoy each other's company and just have a guilt-free, child-free, pretend like we're all child, you know, pre-children again. Um, so really play up that aspect of it. Like you really want everyone to be able to have fun and not have to trade off watching the kids and really just to give to give that gift to everyone you're inviting. Yeah, I, exactly. I think framing it as a favor for everyone involved is a, is a very good, polite and gracious way to say it. Um, and if you do have the kids there, what do you suggest? I'm going to be honest. I think if you have to have the kids there, just hire a babysitter. Hire a babysitter. You guys can all split it for a few hours. Shouldn't be that much. Yeah, if everybody chips in, I think it should be not that much. Exactly. I think there's no great way, unless it's um, a summer party and you're outside, to like feel like you can kind of watch the kids and hang out at the same time. I think in a in the winter, in a house that has multiple rooms and stairs and you know different furniture and kids of different ages who aren't accustomed to said furniture, it can get really dangerous and and worrisome for the adults. So I think unless you're going to just order a pizza and lock the kids in a padded room, <laughs> uh, which is an option, or like a big bouncy castle, yeah, just hire a babysitter. Put yeah. them in you know, another room or downstairs in the basement, get some pizza for them. and Yeah, I also think a kid's table to me is no bueno. No. I just don't like separating. It's like if kids are going to be there, then they should be a part of it. Otherwise, they shouldn't be there. Right. Or they should be locked away in a basement. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that, but... <laughs> Children should be locked in They should be basement. locked in a basement. Thank you so much, Glazed and Confused. We really appreciate Our it. Our first listener question. This is so exciting. Feel free to write us another one. Have or if you have any questions. At gmail.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.